0: Environmental Affairs Minister appealing for air pollution court ruling now. Let's uh, uh, get to that. And the Minister of the Department of Forestry, Fisheries and Environment, Barbara Creasy, saying she will appeal last month's ruling by the High Court in Pretoria, which found that the poor quality of the air in the high-felt priority area, which encompasses Secunda, Middleburg, Emalahlene and Standerton in Pumalanga, as well as Bogsburg, Benoni and Edenvale East in Gauteng, is in breach of the residents' constitutional rights to a healthy environment. Chrissy says she wants clarity about the ruling. The case was instituted by NGOs Groundwork and the Vukani justice movement. So let's hear then from the SABC's Simpiwe Ngongwana, who spoke to the director at Groundwork, Bobby Peake.
1: I mean, this is a really important judgment in South Africa's history. It's a judgment about human rights, linking environment to human rights. So Mm -hmm. now we understand environmental justice much more clearly. It is about an open democracy because industry now has to provide the information that we wanted for many years. The emission the emissions, they emission standards, they emission monitoring data. It's about accountability industry must put in place and government must put in place the systems that force the industry to, to have good monitoring. It's about cooperative governance that government must all work together and critically in this, in this era, it is also about a just transition. It recognizes that certain industries are going to have to close and that there has to be a plan for decommissioning and the rehabilitation of of Mpumalanga. And that means, you know, making sure that workers are part of that. So this is a significant uh, finding. And it's also, let us go back to to the first statement I made. It is saying that air pollution and, and communities breathing in dirty air Uh, Government not enforcing it is in violation of Section 24 of our Constitution. Uh, Section 24 says we must have an environment that's not harmful to our
2: health and well-being. So in Human Rights Weekend, I think it's a significant uh, finding. Well, Mr. Pig, this campaign has been coming along for the past 12 years. So what has been the hurdles along?
1: Well, it's, it's more than 12 years. You know, Nelson Mandela met us Ex-President Nelson Mandela met us outside the engine oil refinery protesting. He then uh, recognised that air pollution is an issue. Our constitution recognises that you know it is an issue. And then in 1998 we had the National Environmental Management Act, and in 2004 we had the first democratic Air Quality Act. And that Act said that we have to have air pollution, ambient standards, standards that the air that we breathe must be healthy on the ground. And it also said there must be emission standards, that industry must not pollute in a way that harms human health. And, you know, we also got in that act the right that there are very many polluted areas like the Highveld and that these areas are known as high priority areas and that the minister must act urgently. She failed to act urgently and therefore Bukani Environmental Movement Groundwork together with the Center for Environmental Rights have been working very hard together for close on to a decade and launched the case in June 2019 compelling the minister to act and yes two years later she has to
2: act. And I would imagine there would be arguments that would be raised with regards to I mean, the fact that these companies who have been you know, labelled as the culprits in environmental degradation are the actual source of income and livelihoods for surrounding communities and as well as uh, contribute to the country's economy. So how do companies strike a balance between maintaining a clean environment and uh, being a source of livelihoods for its citizenry?
1: No, we can't. Put people's lives over the economy, and that's really important. And Eskom and Sassel knew since 2004 that they have to clean up. Government knew that they had to put in place regulations and they had to take action, and they did put in place a high-felt priority plan a decade ago but it never materialized with cleaner air and with safer environments for people. The result is that Mpumalanga and, and South Africa, because of the air pollution, Eskom's air pollution, have an excess deaths of more, you know, 2,500 annually. People dying because of that pollution. So that's really important to recognize. And what we now know is that we have to shift to an economy that is socially just, that produces energy, for people first and ensures that people have the right to a clean energy and ensures that a new economy with renewable energy has workers and community at the core, not mining companies and export led processes. We must remember that with all the economy and that we've had with mining and the air pollution from from Eskom coal-fired power stations, we're sitting at a 50% unemployment rate. It's not because we're pushing industry to, to clean up that there is a high unemployment rate. It is because they're dirty that there is a high unemployment rate.
2: Well, Groundwork conducted a research study back in 2017, uh, which estimated that uh, 2,239 human deaths per year, uh, as well as more than 9,500 cases of bronchitis among children aged between 6 and 12, could be attributable to uh, coal-related air pollution in South Africa. So, what are some of the findings that gave oxygen to this case?
1: Well, I mean, there there was, firstly, let us recognize that, um, you know, the United Nations, human rights um, uh, um, the section was really important in this case and uh, professor boyd um, the special rapporteur on human rights at, at the united Nations environmental program also weighed in and he he was an amicus cura a friend of the courts you know raising the concerns of human rights and 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 air pollution, we did research with a Professor or or Dr. Mike Holland, or he did research, in you know years ago. Uh, and subsequent to that, there was a variety of other pieces of research done for the case and prepared for the case that highlights that there's excess deaths in the Mpumalanga area because of the air pollution in the area. And we must remember, it's a cocktail of air pollution. It's just not one pollutant. It's dust. It's particulate matter. It's heavy chemicals in that. There is you know, sulfur dioxide um, that impacts upon people. And when you put all these chemicals and this pollution together, the impact on people is so much more severe because of its cumulative nature. So that's why we say, that you know, we have to shift, and in the Mpumalanga area and in the oil refinery areas around the country, we need to start turning to government and saying, what is a new industrial development plan, a new industrial policy that takes us into a, a process that is clean, that provides maximum jobs for people, uh, rather than just providing electric cars For export, let's start making electric cars in these areas for taxis, for local transport.
0: All right, let's uh, end with the quote of the morning. You've got to dance like there's nobody watching. Love like you'll never be hurt. Sing like there's nobody listening and live like it's heaven on earth, end quote. This is by William W. Perky, who is an academic and co-founder of the International Alliance for Invitational Education. Comment of the morning as well. Owen Chippen on Twitter. Uh, of course, it goes to you. You are comment of the morning as well as person of the morning. I think you are person of the month, person of the week, person of the month. They're talking about uh, contributing To relief efforts in KZN, you gathered some people and you said, let's uh, put together some bedding, some clothes, and all sorts of things that are needed. And then you're distributing these these coming weekend. It will be a good Easter for those people who will be beneficiaries. Oh, and well done. Thank you so much, family. And uh, for inspiring us and everybody listening that that's what needs to be done. Thanks to the team on SAFM Sound Awake. We'll do this again tomorrow. We are out of here. My name is Asanda Beta. Tomorrow from 3 till 6, it's uh, Time for News with Lianda Maome.